0: I'm just trying to do my part, okay? Come to town unexpectedly, create tension with the brother-in-law, stir up trouble with the Rugrats, and ultimately give you grief. I mean, that's what you wanted, isn't it?
1: What happened to your accent?
0: What happened to yours? Details are fuzzy, man. I got shot like a chump in the street for no reason at all, and next thing I know, I heard you calling me. I knew you needed me.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Amalgam, a podcast where we talk about all things Marvel and DC. Happy Valentine's Day weekend. Today, we're continuing uh, following the WandaVision series on Disney+. Plus. Finally, we have episode six, the Halloween episode. I'm Vivian here with Jasmine Page. Jasmine, what do we think about the all new
0: Halloween spooky? I've been waiting for this forever. I feel like we all have. It's been on the trailers for a very, 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 very long time. Um, And we finally got to see what we, I mean, we already knew it was going to happen. We were going to see Wanda and Vision in their actual outfits. But I think the thing that we were all waiting for was how were they going to play it off? And I loved it. You know, I loved Wanda being a fortune teller. I I will say the Vision one kind of er, turned my head to that he's a wrestler.
1: Me, I, yeah the when I mean, we know you lo- I know you love uh, Mexican wrestlers <laughs> and then they started saying all the little I don't know taco burrito
0: Ta- yeah just ooh nacho Belgrande. grande <laughs> like okay it's cute it's very cute um but yeah. I I dug it I think that it's really great especially with you know Valentine's coming around it's all about love in a Halloween episode so I think We love it, that. We we love it. We love the blending of all things festive i guess um <laughs> but let's talk about the other fun little aspect in the beginning of the show um we've now moved on to a new decade we're in the early millennia to the mm-hmm. 2000s i think we can solidly say because i think um malcolm in the middle came out in in june or january if i know those are very different months but yeah, was some it, or, it wasn't it the 90s or did they no just it was just... solidly in the beginning of the millennium so gotcha. 2000 is when malcolm in the middle first aired and that was indicative all over the the opening segment, even when, uh, I think it was Tommy. Tommy was the one that was turning and talking to the camera. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was very, very fun.
1: Yeah, I really liked the, like, the alternative music kind of mm-hmm. rock, pop rock intro. I like that too. It was really, yeah, indicative of Malcolm in the Middle. Oh my gosh, I'm like
0: kicking garbage. That's okay. It's it's the day. It's the day for kicking garbage. Um, yeah. Kind of like um, the outer people of Westview. You know, now that we kick them, we just leave them alone out there. No, they just kick garbage over and over <laughs> and, and over again. <laughs> A woman with her hanging of the little. Just get it. You were so close. Just hook it. I bet, would, <laughs> I bet she would unfreeze if she just latched onto it. But we'll get to right. that a little bit later. Sorry, we're jumping we ahead.
1: <laughs> no, speaking of the Malcolm in the Middle intro or, you know, similar to Malcolm in the Middle intro, did you listen to the lyrics of that yeah, intro?
0: Of course. Of me not listen of to course. the lyrics and yeah. dissect every little bit of it. Absolutely. Um, it was kind of scary for me. I, I know this is like the second time because I did it in the last time too when it was I think it was like the 80s really fun festive um what was it the her sister's show the uh, Oh full house full house thank you yeah her it was very full house but like if you listen to the lyrics it was really sad and almost demented like yeah we're just kind of living in this life and don't pay attention to us we're just pretending to be happy and I feel like this intro did the same thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah I mean some of like some of the things that I wrote down that just caught my attention from it were like Uh, What if it's all illusion? Let's keep it going through each distorted day. Mm. No, that was what they kept repeating. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. I think was like the phrase they kept saying, which was also it almost felt cult like. Like if you didn't have that, yes, if you didn't have that like rock esque tone to it, Mm. um, like the music, it would sound so creepy. I mean,
0: just reading the lyrics, just it's it's it is putting on a front or a facade and we get it at this point, they're kind of nailing us in the head with it. But I think now it's almost like Wanda in herself trying to, if she just maintains this, you know, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can mentality. Hopefully everything will be fine. I think she said it last time too, when vision was like, you can't control me like you control the other people. And she was like, can't I, you know, she Mm -hmm. is both, very in tune to her capabilities and also clearly not and we learn that in this episode which i think is amazing we finally kind of see what she is capable of if she puts her mind to it
1: yeah because she even kidding. starts questioning things like well why is this happening why are you this way but mm-hmm. and um, pietro
0: brings that up too and they have a full-on discussion about all the things that are not aren't there yeah. one of the th- God, I feel like I'm jumping ahead, but I just want to get to Pietro.
1: Speaking of Pietro, but sticking to the like intro kind of, did you notice how, of course you notice, I'm just going to bring it up. Just say
0: (laughs) Did you notice? Because you know someone listening didn't. We know you didn't.
1: Um, Everyone had like we had starring Wanda, starring The Vision, starring Tommy, Billy. Mm -hmm. Even Agnes had her own little starring this person. But when it got to Pietro, it was Pietro Maximoff played by himself. Yeah. and I just thought that was so weird how they really had to emphasize this is Pietro this is only Pietro and he is playing <laughs> himself because he is him
0: he is him yes I think even uh in that little opening intro I know it's a small little tidbit but y- y- I'm just gonna give you a little manifesto just a little tidbit okay um, <laughs> you're welcome on on Agnes's bum she had those like you know the 90 or the I guess the millennia sweatpants and on her butt it read naughty and mm-hmm. like. Almost devilish print kind of. It wasn't in the traditional, you know, bedazzled. It had its own little devilish kind of print. Mm-hmm. And so I immediately clocked that and was like, I want that set. I will find that later. Uh but also. Make it. Make it. <laughs> I will probably yes, end up making it.
1: It even it just it's hints even more that Agnes maybe isn't as good as people might think she is. Ooh,
0: she's not. And I can't. That car scene! I know we're trying to go chronologically, but can I just, <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there and we'll reiterate it later on. Why is she the only one that had sentient, sentient capabilities? She had a full on conversation before he, she's on the edge of town. She is literally in her car about, why is she in her car, but to dubs? What? <laughs> like, there's so much about that scene that I at first was like, yeah, this is okay. Yeah. Feed him. He's dead, 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 dead. Like I get it. Cool. Agnes. Agnes. But why are you able to do this?
1: Yeah, it pissed me off that cool. Vision, being so smart as so he is, smart. didn't think, huh, no one else could talk or move when I approached them. Why can Agnes?
0: All he had to do was turn his head around, like go 35 degrees and go look at the little skeletor over there not moving. Like that's all he had to do. I. Agnes. Agnes is the one thing for me that when it finally is revealed what's happening, that's when I can breathe again. Because she. Mm-hmm pisses me off and it's
1: not even like a i need it's just it's not a oh is the is she bad is she naughty is she behind all this it's just going to be like a finally they confirmed it because i knew it all along type of thing
0: i i almost want her to be a mephesto at this point like i i know she's not like i know she's just the spoon feeder like i know that she's just you know helping this along i think she's the messenger god she is she's like playing in the middle I just, I just kind of wanted to know. That's all. It's fine. I'll figure it out. I just, she, that, that scene though, like, cause you know, we, we end these, these episodes and we have our own little nerdy bunch amalgam chats, but we also talk amongst our families and friends and no one questioned that moment in my circle. And I wanted to Gently pat them on the head and encourage them to look harder. You know. Yeah, I was going to say it. It it shooks me that some so we're people. Shooketh.
1: Yes, I was it that there are some people that still don't see Agnes as as being maybe Agatha Harkness or as being this evil that lies behind Wanda's like right um, mind. I don't know. That's kind of manipulating and pushing and pulling strings in the background.
0: I agree. Okay, sorry. Sorry for the tangent. I'm sure we'll bring it up again, and I'll – earphone warning one more time. Um, Going back to Uncle – sweet darling Uncle Pietro. Um, So the first time we kind of see him, he's – the little kids, Tommy and Billy, are are kind of – again, I'm bringing up more Mephisto. I don't want to, but I have to do it. The first thing they see to him is (laughs) – you're welcome. Um, they say, oh, we think – I think he's a vampire or something. I think they brought that up, which, again, you know, this is all AP English all over again, so we're fine in the meetings. Vampires suck blood. You know, it's it's almost like a suckling effect. Maybe maybe he is Mephesto, and, and he's suckling from Wanda's powers. I just, you know, let's – breadcrumbs, aliens.
1: <laughs> no, That's yeah, what- I – I um, I watched a video and someone even pointed out, he said, what he told Billy and Tommy when he kind of like jumped up from the bed was that blood is thicker than water. And someone pointed out how he's kind of trying to play on words, get in Tommy and Billy's head a little bit that like, hey, blood, I'm your uncle. I am going to be here for you. You, uh-huh. are, you should trust in me when it comes to like versus – someone who they aren't like directly related to. I'm assuming vision, even though those are technically – I, like I did. Their dad.
0: I did read into that too. Well, that's the technically their dad thing. Blood is thicker than water. That's what I also got because I think in the comic books. First of all, did you not cop his tattoo that said uh, mom on it? Yes, but that's actually that is Evan Peters' tattoo. Like that's that, fine. Just- Let it be Evan Peters. But you don't get to have M O M House of M on your arm and like not. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just saying you. They could have covered it up and they didn't. Um, they didn't. Anyway. They chose not to, which is important. It is important. Everything's important. Um, but no, I was with you on the whole like, blood is thicker than water, because I think in the House of M comics, it is Mephesto and Wanda that make these children. It is not Vision. So that could be another allude to you don't belong to Vision. Sorry, kids. It's yeah, just, and he does. I, the thing, the first thing
1: that stood out to me was the, when they're trick-or-treating and he yells and they go running, Billy and Tommy do, and he yells mm. out, unleash hell demon spawn. And I was I like, didn't get yes. it. I if that was the biggest that the confirmation that Mephisto is involved somewhere in here, because that is saying that Billy and Tommy are literal, you know, they're parts of, uh, what's it called? They were ripped out of Mephisto's soul. Like they are mm. parts of him. They are literal devil spawns.
0: They are, what is the Harry Potter, the Horcruxes. Horcruxes, yes. Horcruxes, yes. They are they are his horror corks. I can't horror corks. Horror, horror, horror <laughs> horrors. I can't say it. It's just difficult. Um <laughs> Uh speaking of other things that Evan Peters, sorry, Pietro shouts out of his mouthhole. Kick-ass? You want to talk
1: about that one real quick? Okay, yes. I freaked out. Kick-ass is one of my favorite movies. It has been one of my favorite movies for so long. So when he said that right away, I was of like, Is it Taylor
0: Johnson or is it because yes. of Evan Peters? Oh, oh
1: no. <laughs> it's because of
0: well, Sorry, I became just a fan. playing with her hair right now so you know she's serious. Mm-hmm.
1: I became <laughs> a fan of Aaron Taylor Johnson after watching Kick-Ass. Like, this was the movie that maybe. made me a huge fan. He was so
0: yes. dorky in that movie. I had to pull up photos from that because he's not the same. He's um, not, but I loved him in that. He's cute. I Don't get me wrong. I love Kick-Ass. I'll probably be watching it again. There's so many... Chloe Grace Moretz. Like, there's so many really good players that got their star from that movie. But Quicksilver... Aaron Taylor Johnson, ATJ, and and Kickass ATJ are not. They are two different people. They're, they're not they're, related. They're two they're different in the people. Same universe. I I just meant like, you know, Unfa and like the aura. It's oh, I got people. you. <laughs> <laughs> just the it's oompho. okay. I'll take either or. I know you would. I know you would. Um, <laughs> I love that though, and I love the little nod of Wanda being like Kickass. Huh. Huh. Like that makes really-
1: me that makes me wonder though like in the MCU uh-huh. did Kick-Ass the movie exist? So was that Wanda kind of like maybe I've like maybe oh. I've seen this before. Oh. Or I don't know. I it was something. She it, it wouldn't have meant anything if she didn't repeat it back, but she right. did. I so don't know.
0: Why Okay, okay, okay. So the Kick-Ass is part of cuz I don't know this. So educate me. Kick-Ass yeah. is part of the x-men universe or the marvel universe
1: it's part of neither well it is it's a marvel comic
0: okay okay okay. so it's in the Marvel
1: world yes it's a marvel comic but it the movie itself is self-aware of like x-men and because they're nerds they're a bunch of nerds that they they read comic books and that's kind of what leads uh kick-ass to become kick-ass it's because he's a big comic book nerd so i don't think the movie itself is involved in either how of those universes that work though
0: like, that's why i was you like have, why would they make
1: this reference
0: how would that work that's impossible would they would they i know we're getting off topic we're gonna swing back to wanda but this is very important would they play themselves or would they then have to hire new actors and then what is the recast are they recasting the recast? that <laughs> ooh, my mind is blown that's why i was w- i
1: was so happy to catch that reference but at the same time i was like why would you make my brain start that. thinking this way <laughs>
0: Don't do that. Just, that's rude. Don't do that. Inappropriate. Um, there's also a, a lot of just digging into things. The the uh, the movie theater name, which I didn't write down. I know there's so many people that dug into that. I got and it. The it's the, the cor- cor- Coronet Theater. The Coronet, Car- yes. The Coronet Theater. You You're fine. The Coronet. I read into the poem. I get it. Like, okay, like, yeah, yeah, the crown and Jesus and all. I get it. I gotta say guys, can we pull back a little bit? Like all these people, you guys are really digging and it might be that. I get it. Wait, well,
1: for those who, the listeners Sorry. who don't know that whole theory that was going around was that, you know, the theater was called the, I can't say it, Jasmine. Cornet say it. Theater. Um, and it shares the name, the same name with a poem by Andrew Marvell. Um, and I guess the poem is about, how the poet feels guilty
0: for his sins because it yes. had to do with Jesus' sacrifice. Right. So so he feels guilty because Jesus died for the sins of man. And so in his holiness or him in himself trying to be selfless he says oh i'm going to build jesus a new crown to put upon his head and this one is going to be free of of all the guilt and whatever etc later down in the poem you realize it is truly impossible because the crown in itself is still embedded with the devil basically saying you know no good deed goes unpunished etc etc so no matter what you do it, you can't, there's no such thing as a selfless act because by doing it, you yourself are doing something selfish. So, it's that's what the poem kind of is insinuating. I get it. I hear you. And I can tie it into Wanda for sure. But, guys, <laughs> we're doing that thing. We're doing that thing where we're digging deep into things. It's, it's, it could have just been a fun thing to slap onto the movie theater. Um, I don't yeah, know. I, Maybe it isn't, but it just felt too deep for me.
1: No, I agree. I, I saw that theory and I was like, oh, I I love the AP English dive in to or like uh, analysis of this. Um, and I I like that co- that tie and that connection. But at mm. the same time, I'm like, would they go so far as to be that deep and to tie it together that?
0: to religion we haven't tied anything with religion thus far and Mm -hmm. that one feels like a nail on the head kind of religious Mm -hmm. Uh, kudos for you guys who brought that together i just we can pull back just a little bit though let's just go to what's on the movie theater perhaps you know the incredibles and the parent trap being Mm -hmm. in two different time zones i think that was like 98 and 2004 i mean that i feel like wanda is now kind of losing her grasp on the timeline and kind of what it is Ooh, that she's trying yeah. to present. So I just feel like that was more of a slipping of reality. Mm-hmm. See, um, I
1: didn't, I saw so many people point that out that they're two different, like not time zones, two different
0: uh, eras.
1: <laughs> right. That's us. <laughs> we're
0: two different time zones. Yeah, yes, this is true. But <laughs> I just
1: thought it was, you know, some theaters will show old movies and sure. new movies. So I just figured,
0: oh, okay, they're they're showing two different movies. Why would those movies be playing on Halloween? I just there's so many things I feel like she could have done, and I say that she could have done better, but she could have paid more attention to. But you know mm-hmm. now she's got kids running around, so she's got to focus on that. So, yeah, but I mean, I do. It was a cute, like the incredible
1: superhero family which we see in WandaVision. That by mm-hmm. the end of the episode, they they develop their superpowers, right? Uh, or Billy and Tommy do, and then we also have but the Parent, the parent trap, trap, you know, twins.
0: Okay, fair enough. Okay, it can be cute, sure. but at the same time you're
1: right I didn't I didn't realize that it could be her kind of slipping up and not having as much control over this reality
0: Mm. anymore well no now you made it cute I don't want to think that anymore
1: (laughs) I'm in the valentine's day mood I thought it was cute and I see that you
0: got your balloons and your pink I'm jealous like I've got balloons but they're not valentine's this was just me being too lazy to take it down don't ruin this you're ruining everything you're cute you're cute let you be cute Thanks. She's even got, like, I know you guys can't see it again, but she's got, like, little heart makeup on her cheeks. It's just, she did it. She did the damn thing. Um, kind of like how Evan Peters did the damn thing by ruining Wanda. I'm just kidding. I hated the fact that he brought up her accent. Like, and I, I mean, love so. the fact. She was like, what's, what's, uh, what's going on with your accent? He goes, where's yours? Like, I loved that. Because I think in the last episode when she came out to talk to director Hayward, she yes. had the accent, right? She
1: did, which we – she had the accent, and we actually hadn't heard the accent. I think she lost it way before WandaVision because I don't oh, remember yeah, none of in Endgame or Infinity War. She had it
0: in Ultron and then never again.
1: Yeah, which I just took that as she was spending time with Vision and spending time with the Avengers. So she maybe she got used to – being if you American if
0: you go to another country is your accent gonna go would I would I would almost find that rude like you were making fun of them if you immediately adopted their I don't know maybe she was trying to blend in I there's I need the backstory. I don't know well I think it, I think it can happen this is
1: like this is a side note now we're kind of going off on a tangent but As when I lived in when I lived in Florida for a bit oh. I remember being able to hear my own accent once I was over there because it was very different sure um and then when I came home, I could like I could tell I wasn't pronouncing things the same anymore. And I had only lived there four months. Was but it I'd, a blending thing for you, though? Or
0: was it, you know, you didn't realize it was happening?
1: No, I didn't realize it was happening. I think just from hearing other people, I hear we listen to other people speak back to us more than I guess we hear ourselves. Sure. So I think just from hearing other people, I kind of picked up on the way they pronounce certain vowels and I did it unconsciously. But then when I came home, it went right back to normal
0: okay so we'll give we'll give her the pass we'll give her the pass Um, that was so random but (laughs) no it's okay that was perfectly on point so they have that little back and forth and it's very clear that wanda does not trust evan peters for whatever reason um, she thinks he's sketch yeah for sure he's absolutely sketch um you know he she's clearly trying to drive a wedge in between him and vision and he says as much that, you know, that's his role. That's why you wanted me here, right? To to drive a wedge, to create conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's He, again, is kind of like Agnes in that he is sentient. He knows, and it seems like everyone at this point kind of knows. Even Herb made an offhanded comment of, you know, is do you need something changed? Like, is this it? So now everyone is playing S- the
1: game? Speaking of that, though, I don't know if like, anyone has made this connection yet, but I kind of am starting to sense, like, what if – What if Herb is Mephisto? What if he is in disguise? No, because he- What if the mailman? Like, who? Hey, mailman wasn't in this episode, but I was waiting for him to make an appearance. (laughs) But Herb, he does say, do you want something changed? Even in, uh, I don't think it was the last episode, but the episode before that, um, when he tries telling Wanda, like, we can't because everyone is, everyone is before uh, Agnes kind of cut him off. Mm -mm. I don't know. What if he is trying to kind of get into Wanda's head Maybe he she's forgotten that he is a plant there or that because in my in my theory, I still think that Mephisto and Wanda are kind of collabing in a way or, you know, made some type of deal. So it could be like, OK, they made this deal. Wanda is in her own little reality. Maybe she can't remember how she ended up here or why, but it could mm-hmm. be that she made this deal with Mephisto and he disguised himself as one of the people that she has. Mind control over. I know over. he
0: has. I know he's there because he, it's easier to puppeteer when you're playing mm. the game, too. You know, you can and see, I don't everything know. Herb is, see what you need. Herb is pretty
1: Herb. significant. He's just made all of these little comments that make me think, like, why are they coming from Herb?
0: Why is he chopping down a cement wall? Why can't And when he, he, he says, Do
1: you want something changed? It could be like, Hey, I told you, like, if, say, he is this character it could Mm. be like a hey we made this deal I told you you could do what you want here do you want something changed I got you as long as you know you hold up your end of the deal which I'm assuming would be remember this I don't know maybe maybe she doesn't remember this maybe once she got put in this little bubble and was told you could do what you want she just went for the ride or he did something to kind of block that not memory but block that part of his end out of her mind I don't know I love this because we- are just as lost as everyone else.
0: <laughs> we have talked about Wanda, Wanda, Wanda. It's been like 20 minutes. We, talk- we haven't even talked about Monica or Darcy and all these other people on the outside of the world. This is uh, true. Well, I mean, we
1: kind of, I think we've just, after right after Herb asked her this, do you want something changed? It does, uh, it flips over to the
0: sword base. Did I do a everything. perfect segue? Look at me. You did. <laughs> So let's talk about the base. Um, shit's going cray cray over there. Uh, at this point, I feel like Darcy, uh, Detective. Woo? Is that his mm-hmm. name? Or- yeah, Det- Ooh, wow. Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo. Wow, well, I loved him last episode. What am I doing? Um, so Detective Jimmy Woo, Darcy, and, uh, Monica are kind of public enemy number one at this point because they're super upset at the fact that, you know, he tried to, uh, Hayward tried to blow up Wanda. It was a complete violation of everything they had discussed, and now Hayward is kicking them off the base. Overreaction much? I think so, but, you know, I'm not in the writer's room. So, how did we feel about that? I-
1: Well, while Monica Wu and Darcy are public enemy number one, Hayward on my, on my, uh, what is it called? On my agenda, he is public enemy number one. He is obviously, he's, um, we find out later that he's keeping track of vision um, Mm. once Darcy hacks into his. I kind of knew that though. Mm.
0: I knew that because that was one of my theories from the past or from one of our other episodes before that he was trying to, like he he had already made he they uh, what am i saying words i feel like they are trying to finish what shiri was doing because i think um banner had discussed that there was enough of vision in vision without the soul stone so all shiri was needing to do was to finish off the coding for the rest of him. And I think that's what S.W.O.R.D. was trying to do. The difference being is that I think they were trying to shut down Vision and just keep the weaponized aspect of him. Mm-hmm. So, I I, I mean, I, I know that that's what Hayward wants. It's very clear that he has that agenda going from day one. Because um, even, um, even, sorry, go ahead. No, please cut me off. No, I was, so... This is I don't know too much of this theory. It was
1: just uh, Ivan brought it up to my attention earlier today. Our producer. Um, our producer, yes. He sometimes has some, some good ideas. So but I. um no, someone there's there's a guess, I guess a few people think that Haywood might be or Hayward might be Ultron in disguise. What? <laughs> Right? I said the same thing. Like I said, you're I don't know much about this. Saw a TikTok. That on a TikTok. It was in fact a TikTok, but it was um in the TikTok, they show a little bit of like a clip from the animation, the Avengers Mightiest Heroes animation. Uh-huh. And yeah, and they point out that Ultron, much like the I don't know the character in the TV show, That's but okay. he plays Ultron. Um that he could year, be that could be the No, 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 or
0: from Aww. you're talking Agents of Shield,
1: no, not Agents of Shield. It's from an animation.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: Um, what if Ultron is ultra or what if Hayward is Ultron, like Marsh, the character of Marsh, who is just you know white man in a suit in the TV show, and M- you know Hayward, white man in a suit in a TV show. Sure, sure, Could be sure. Very similar.
0: I I hear you. I'm I'm with it. Uh, I will. I will look over that. I'm not agreeing with you because I feel like somehow you're going to tie this back to Mephisto. So I just no. Mean- actually, this is the first time that it's not tied to Mephisto. That's
1: why when I saw it, I was like, "Oh shit! This is a pretty. This is a pretty clean theory here that has nothing to do with, with my double guys. Pretty clean.
0: There's no way for me to muddle this up. Oh no. No, I'll send you the
1: video. We'll and we'll uh, we can share the video too on the Instagram so others can see it. Sure, um, sure.
0: So before but I we think, move on, yeah. though, because I know I feel like at this point we're getting close to like the commercial break and to, to talking about that eerie as hell commercial that was in this show. Um, I do want to pause just here and uh, turn on Tina really quick because I feel like Tina's got a little commercial intro she'd like to. Hey, Tina, Tina, what do you got for us? You are listening to a
1: Nerdy Bunch production. You can listen to our podcasts every day of the week, starting with... Amalgam, a Marvel and DC podcast hosted by Jasmine Page and Vivian Horror Horse hosted by Justine Co-op Mode hosted by Ellie and Ivan Ulu Squadcast hosted by Cheyenne and Caleb Torn Talk a Star Wars podcast hosted by Clarissa and Isabel Gamers for Life hosted by Jarrell and Arthur And finally, the Nerdy Bunch podcast. For more info, visit our website, www.mynerdybunch.com. Tina out.
0: Thank you, Tina. Yeah, thanks, Tina. That was insightful. Thank you. I feel like uh, no one does that better than uh, you. Anyway, moving rightly on. Uh, So where were we at this point in the show? Sorry, I love Tina. I love, thank you. Well, now that we've
1: we've had our commercial break, what about the creepy commercial break in WandaVision with Yo Magic?
0: Ooh. Okay, okay, okay. Do we need to talk about it? Has everyone seen this? Because I just want to dive right into it. I'll do a brief overlap. Shark comes out. Set there. I'm sorry. Let me start even more at the beginning. You've got this clearly starved childling because I don't know the age around it so starving childling sitting on a deserted island in the middle of nowhere of ocean middle of the ocean and a shark appears and says hey I've got this yo play you just gotta open it up it's yo magic you open it up and and you can eat forever your problems are solved just here you go yo magic and then this little child gremlin proceeds to try to open it as he's slowly decaying into the red skull. And it's just like, what? That was such a beautiful description of this commercial, first of all. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I'm going to let you take this one over, because I feel like if I go, I'm going to be, that's the whole podcast is me just talking about this commercial. About this commercial. So when Mm -hmm. I saw this commercial, I was so, like,
1: one like creeped out it was so uncomfortable for me to watch but also at first i had no clue what it had to do with anything because the commercials we've seen previously all have to do with wanda something significant that has happened in wanda's life and caused her distress Mm -hmm. um and then we get here and we do have this yo magic the snack for survivors so i interpreted it at first obviously tying it to Wanda and thinking, you know, maybe Wanda can't survive without her magic, but something is keeping her from really unlocking her magic because we see Mm. this kid not having enough strength to open it and he dies. But then, (laughs) mm -hmm, (laughs) Debbie Ryan behind the ear thing.
0: Yes, you know, that's my favorite because that's when
1: shit gets real. But then I thought maybe this has nothing to do with Wanda, but in fact... Mephisto, oh who my needs Wanda's magic, in order to become, you know, he, he needs to feed off of her magic, or at least get back whatever was stolen from him with Tommy and Billy. Mm. Um, and maybe right now he's not at his full strength, or maybe even Agnes right now isn't at her full strength because they need Wanda. And so... I don't know, it goes hand in no, hand. No, I'm hand I'm percent
0: with you. It was clearly about siphoning and siphoning and, and you're fueling with magic. I don't know whether Wanda was the shark or whether Wanda was this starving person, but I also I also tied it into the the citizens of, of Westview. You know, you need magic to because to, this this happened right before we saw Vision floating up into the sky, like right after this commercial ended, you see Vision floating up into the sky and does a a pan of the entire city of Westview, where you see at the center, at the town center, there's lots of magic, the lights are on, everyone's loud and screaming, and as he kind of circles around, you see Agnes that I discussed earlier at the edge of town at, at Ellis Street, and everyone outward did not have magic. You know, they were, for all intents and purposes, Dying, we don't know. You know, we we don't know where these children were. We don't know where these people were if they were just in a stasis up until that point. But only when you have magic are you allowed to exist and and to be. I, I don't even know what the physical ramifications would be of of a body just kind of. So there was this movie, while well, I'm, I'm doing a slight tangent, but you, you, it's not Million Dollar Baby, but I think it might it have been. But it's one of those boxing movies where the girl got knocked out and she was in bed and she got those like bed sores and she ha- she died from it. And that's all I can think about is if these people are not moving, what is that doing to them, to their souls, to to their bodies? Yeah,
1: it, I think you've definitely nailed it on the head with that theory. I think that's my favorite theory in, or analysis of this commercial. I didn't even think of the people of Westview and how uh, they're basically zombies and kind of
0: dying just, but you know. i But I'm with you on the other theory too. I, it's, it's all of that, you know, but I I saw it as as these people, it, it's something is dying, whether it's Wanda dying because they need magic, these Westview people needing magic, Mephisto needs the magic. Someone needs this magic to survive and without it, they are decaying. Um, but that's that's what I saw for that commercial, and it just sucks. It's sad. Um, but yes, sorry. Go ahead. No,
1: on top of that, the idea of these people Westview dying, I've also started to question. You know, if they are actually alive or not, Mm -hmm. or if they have died. Maybe if they've died once the hex was created, and they've kind of just been kept alive the same way Vision is being kept alive by Wanda's magic. Oh my gosh! Poor
0: well, Darcy unless well no,
1: Monica entered Monica entered this hex and she did not die. She's obviously still alive. It could be that anything that was created within the hex once it started, mm-hmm. they died, um, or something happened after that. And I don't know. Or and like it she's.
0: It's the longer that you're there, the more she needs your energy to kind of fuel the hex. I could see that as a mm-hmm. thing, um, especially because you know those who get out quickly, all it does is mutate your cells. So, but I mean, if your cells are being mutated for an X amount of time, you could die. I think that was in the first X-Men movie was they tried to put the mutant gene in people and they turned into puddles, you know, it, oh, yeah. it's, it's all there. Um, I know we're going to, let's, let's talk about this hex though. So Vision sees all these people, you know, they, in their little stasis at the edge of town. And so he takes it upon himself to go to the edge of town and break out. You know, he wants to see what's on the other side of that wall. Meanwhile, you've got Monica and Wu and Darcy who were kicked out of the camp, jump back in so they can kind of figure out what's going on. And they say, I think Monica says, and correct me if I'm wrong, she says, um, we, we, we have a guy. We're meeting a guy. Darcy can follow us, but Darcy doesn't because she's a little rascal. Um, so they go off to meet the guy. Darcy says she's going to meet up with them later, which causes trouble for her. But Vision escapes the hex for what three minutes maybe less and begins to die which again goes back to the commercial he needs magic to survive Mm -hmm. Um, and we see kind of um, a mirror image of what happened when Wanda kind of not kind of when Wanda was taking his uh, soulstone out the first time. You see him down on his knees. You see his body just kind of reacting to to Wanda's magic being pulled or being pulled sucked from him. I guess kind of swallowed back into the hex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. And of course, the first person on the scene is Hayward because he wants his weapon back. I I don't know. How did you? What did you get from Tommy and Billy? Or was it Billy that this time? Billy. Mm-hmm. Billy. What did you feel about that moment?
1: So I. I mean. From- This was the first episode that I've actually felt an emotion other than confused where Mm -hmm. I was actually, it was heartbreaking to see Vision forcing himself out of this hex because he genuinely just wants to know what the heck is going on. He wants to help these people that Wanda has control over. Mm. And then it's terrifying to see Billy hear his dad dying in his head. You know, he, first of all, I don't think, I think that was the first time his powers were activated. So it must have been confusing but also, the first thing he hears when this happens is, you know, his dad in distress, of course, he runs straight to his mom, and we see Wanda freak out because this whole reality she's created has been for her and Vision, and right. I'm sure she can't imagine what it would be like if Vision was no longer there well, be with
0: no her. Purpose. It would be pointless. So else, for, for nothing. Mm-hmm. I, uh, why? But for me, because we made this whole big theory about how, you know... Um, Spawn of Satan, and these kids aren't really really Vision. So why did he hear Vision at that point? You know, is there a connection between them, or is it just another tie into Wanda and her powers? Anyone distressed, he would hear.
1: Well, if we let's if we go back to that quote that I mentioned earlier from Pietro, where he says, "Blood is thicker than water." Mm. Pietro is obviously not—he's sketch right now. I don't think he's a good guy. (laughs) In any sense, so anything he says is going to be questionable. Mm-hmm. So when we go back to this, where Vision doesn't actually have a connection to these kids other than being told that they're his kids and you know he's their dad, right? Maybe wa- blood doesn't have to be thicker than water. Maybe they still feel oh, like you know this is my dad. I ha- he has raised me within one week of me <laughs> being week. ten years it's old. or
0: minus, yeah,
1: they're they're still going to have a connection to him. And so I think you know they love their mom. Their mom loves Vision. They they're a family. And I think that's why he, he was able to hear him.
0: But he has no memory of being an i I'm sorry, just, just, I, I question all of these things. So, so Billy can, can feel vision, but vision has no memory of being an Avenger, which we've learned. And so it's like, what, is this like I, I just don't know what vision is at this point I don't know how much of vision is vision and how much it is of Wanda's powers so I guess that's my next big question yeah and and we'll find out because now Wanda has pushed the hex further we've got more players in the game we've got a fun little circus thank you uh hive or not hive what are they it's shield thank you shield agents for becoming our new playground sword sword <laughs> <laughs> guys it is both late and early in my brain I do apologize um, okay. where do you think Darcy is? Cause Darcy at the end of it, she was caught, she was tied up to one of the cars. Where is Darcy? What do you think she's going to be? Cause I'm, I'm picturing her from two broke girls in her little maid out or in her outfit.
1: That's exactly what our producer Ivan said. No, <laughs> oh but I God. actually saw, I saw a leak and I wasn't able to find it again. I was, I was looking everywhere for it. Someone sent me a video mm-hmm. of, um, it was a, a sneak peek at what Darcy is going to look like next episode. And <gasps> she's I either guess, working. Go ahead. No. Go ahead.
0: Okay, 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 okay. Because all I saw was what? Because I, I think I think it was like a fortune teller boxy thing. I think that's what she's gonna be. I know she's working in the carnival, so I think she's either going to be—it's got to be something caged though, maybe because she is trapped. She was locked up. um no nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with like a fortune teller, but also maybe um, like a caged animal. I think I don't know. I don't know. Well. I mean, on the
1: topic of, you know, caged animal, I'm assuming anyone in the circus is, you know, circus does have to do with caged animals. But so I think just being in the circus in general shows goes like proves the fact that, you know, she was tied up or whatever or stuck within sword. No, but I think I mean, I think she's just going to be like working a popcorn stand or something. That's what it looked like to me. I don't think it was anything that great, but she did have a name tag. She had a name tag, so she's not Darcy. I couldn't make out exactly what it said, but it did not look like it said Darcy.
0: Okay, okay. So she just works for him. Little anticlimactic, but well, what did I expect? It's it's, it's Darcy. but um, yeah, well, we don't know yet.
1: I mean, that was just a little tiny. We who well, knows with like Marvel? An
0: acrobat or a lion tamer? Like I want something fierce. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's Darcy. Like what am I expecting? Um, not that it's like oh, it's just Darcy, but like it, it's Darcy. I don't know why I'm thinking she's Darcy. Be it has swinging. to
1: be. It has to be something quirky.
0: Right. Um, To where are we right now? We've now, we don't know how big the hex is expanding. For all we know, Hayward has gotten out. Um, Monica and Wu are safe, for all we know. Vision is back inside. What do we think is going to happen? Well,
1: I think that, well, first of all, we see, it's really starting to, like, hone in on Wanda using her. Like, we see the scarlet, the scarlet magic, the scarlet in her eyes once she Mm -hmm. finishes expanding this hex. So I think... I don't know, I can't remember if it was you who said this last episode or if I just had this conversation with a friend, but someone mentioned that maybe each time that Wanda uses her powers in that big of a way, mm-hmm. um, that it's making her less strong and it's actually feeding into Agnes or whoever is helping her out
0: here. If I said that, I agree with myself. I don't remember. I don't know. I've been <laughs> so many theories at this point. I 100% agree with that. And it goes back to the vampiric siphoning.
1: So, yeah, so it could, make, who knows, maybe by next episode, I wonder if at one point we'll see her, this is a stretch, but maybe we'll see her yes, run right. out of magic or not be yeah, able to. Yeah, no, it, and then we, that goes it. back
0: to the commercial. I uh, Yes, the commercial of, you know, you are you need it. It's it's You need the magic to survive it. If you don't have the magic, whether it's you needing to open the magic and get it or you're giving it out, you need the magic to survive. Mm-hmm. It's all there. <sighs> I'm excited. How many Me too. We got? Two, two episodes left? Three episodes. I think
1: three. <gasps> I think we're on yeah, to three more episodes. Yeah. I'm hoping by next episode we get to really see who Pietro is because I feel like this week really, I don't know. It was it was way I too obvious that he 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 going, to, something Something's going on. He's asking too many questions.
0: Well he's he's not answering. It's not that he's asking too many questions. He's saying too many things that he should not be saying. But
1: he's, he's, he's also saying things that don't add up.
0: But they do. They add up later. We just don't know that they they add up yet. Yeah, he
1: seems wow. like he has a scattered brain, though. Like, he's pulling information or memories from, like, different, like, two different people, considering, know. But it's you not. How, it's
0: him, right? It's not two different people.
1: No, it's Pietro Maximov, played by himself.
0: What did he say? But he was like, it's, it's supposed to be, you know, he's like, I don't know, things are sketch. I do also want to point out, our producer wrote it over here, like, we didn't already know this. Like, he didn't even give us a second. Um... I do want to point out that it, it has been said supposedly, apparently that the last three episodes are going to be an hour long, whether that means that the, the, um, commercials, the credits at the end are going to be 36 minutes of it. We don't know, but we do know that it is supposed to be three hours or an hour long. So, uh, watch party, get with your friends. Hmm?
1: Also this is going backwards and we don't have to like keep diving into these things but um that's what we're here for. Or we can. Yeah. Um there's two different things that I all still wanted to point out was one or maybe we did and I can't remember talking Just about do it last anyway. the past anyway, uh, we we did see Quicksilver or yeah, we saw Pietro oh, Zombie yeah, Pietro, did, Dead
0: Pietro. Did, dead, Petro. Yeah, dead Pietro. Yeah, Dead Pietro. We saw we saw little flashes uh from the MCU mm-hmm. Pietro and I thought that was unnecessary. Well no, that well,
1: yes, that. But also, Evan Peters dead Pietro when for a second
0: Wanda the same thing that happened with Vision when oh she saw God. Zong. Oh God, yeah. I think he did that shit on purpose. I, I think so too. Oh, that was rude. I I do. I think that that now I'm feeling like anytime Wanda has a moment of. Emotion or or like compassion for things around her, or like has a, a moment of self reflection. That image, the image of death, is kind of brought back to, or is like shown to her. So she realizes, oh, oh God, nope, Westview. This is why I'm doing this. These are these are the reasons. Hmm, someone's triggering me. Someone is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But I also – I mean, that and also I questioned if Pietro made himself look like – or controlled Wanda's mind to see him that way. So maybe Mm -hmm. it was him pulling the strings and – Mephesto. Exactly. Manipulating (laughs) the situation. (laughs) Because it was that during – right before that happened that he was also pointing out, like, how come until today there were no kids? Like, did you Mm – I think he talked about, like, did you – leave them sleeping this whole time like you're such an empathetic person maybe you didn't want to control their minds like you do the adults he was he was really pushing her buttons
0: he's a snake he's he's a little rascal um there's something fishy with him we know this it's just at this point we just got to figure it out we got we got three hours left to figure out what's going to happen so i'm ready for it this is true. Uh, I feel like that's it. I I still don't believe in the Mephisto theory. Also, I want to point out none of the people we thought were going to pop in have popped in by episode six. We are safe. Let that be known. Our producer's shaking his head. He can get over it. Um, however, predictions for we're gonna we're gonna predictions for the uh, final episode. Let's push it. What do we think is going to happen? What bets are we placing? All and right. that's how we're going to end this podcast.
1: Okay, I need to pick one thing because there's like five different things I can imagine <laughs> happening in the finale.
0: I'm going to stick with, I still think is going to show up. Fine. I feel like that's an easy one, but all right. Here's, here's my outlandish prediction. I think that Monica Rambeau is going to use powers by episode whatever the episode is. That sounds like math and I'm not going to add right now. Um, I think that she's going to use her powers Period. I was
1: gonna say that earlier as don't well. No, well, I I had this thought when we were talking about uh, I wasn't saying Moton Monica and Photon, um, Photon Spectrum. I think she's gonna. I think she's our superhero of this like of this season or Do of you? this show. I think she's gonna be the one to save the day in the end. as Photon.
0: Interesting. I also I now need I, to I research like uh, Darcy because is Darcy, yeah. Is Darcy, Darcy like a, Does she have superpowers? Yeah, does Darcy have do something for me to Google for next time? Um, uh, our producer has thrown in his suggestion. He says Magneto and Fantastic Four, played by John Krasinski. L O L. <laughs> lol indeed my friends lol so indeed.
1: he so okay so you think magneto will show up and that we'll see the fantastic four actually i had and, um, oh i was
0: like thinking those together in one i was like that's both not played right. by
1: john Krins- both Krins- played
0: by john krasinski explain amazing. that explain that
1: no but i had someone um i was on a live on tiktok and huh. a user i think it was user danny gonzalez he sent me a great theory he thinks that uh whoever Monica's bringing in is associated with the Fantastic Four and that when they break yeah. through the hex that that is how they get their Fantastic Four powers.
0: I disagree. I think that the astronauts are still in space. I made that theory on the very first episode of Amalgam. Don't change it. They are up there. Someone's challenging you. What did you say? David Wait, Gun- so if
1: what? Danny Gonzalez was the Danny user. Gonzalez. No, wait, but if you think that they're still in space, who do yeah. you think Monica's friend is?
0: I don't know. I I don't know. We'll find out on the next episode. I don't think it's Mm -hmm. Mr. Fantastic Foe. I I do not think it's Mr. Reed. Fine. Whatever. That's the bet then. Um, (laughs) What goes up must come down. I hear you. I do hear you. However, not after five years. Okay. It's been years. Do so you think the astronauts have been up there for five years? Oh, I think they got blipped. I think some of them may be up there. Probably, probably the thing. He's probably been chilling by himself. He's got some issues now. But I think he's been up there by himself. But you needed the whole team to bring them back. But I gotcha. think most of them, if not all of them, got blipped, and then they showed up and were like, "What? Oh, okay, this is weird," and have to come back home. But the whole point is they've got to fix the ship because they. We're getting off topic. Wandavision, guys, it's gonna be great. Um,
1: Lots That's of exciting go. theories going on. And again, we would love to hear yours as well. If you want to send them to us, message us.
0: Yes, please. Uh, the Amalgam, We all of our social medias are going to be talked about at the end of this clip. It's going to be great. Uh, but hit us up, Instagram, TikTok, um, the website. We've got them all there. That's all I got.
1: Me too. We look forward to our next episode and finally seeing what goes on. Maybe we'll see Mephisto. Maybe we'll see Aaron Taylor Johnson pop up mm-hmm. somehow in some way.
0: Yes. And I we know so. that you were listening to this on hopefully Monday when it comes out. However, happy belated Valentine's Day and uh, President's Day, I guess. Happy early President's Day. Yeah. Happy President's Day. <laughs> see you guys
1: next time. Thank you for listening to the Amalgam Podcast. Amalgam is a part of the Nerdy Bunch production. This show is produced by Ivan Gonzalez, Jasmine Page, and Vivian Ferreira. For additional content, please follow us on Instagram at the Amalgam Podcast and on TikTok at Amalgam Podcast.
0: And if you're feeling extra spicy, you can also visit us at www.mynerdybunch.com forward slash Amalgam. See you guys there.